Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Here we go again. Ladies and gentlemen, happy <laughs> new year and welcome to episode 149. Take two of the scruffy looking podcast. It is Saturday, January 16th, 2021, beginning of the new decade, new me, new you, new whatever, but still the same. And we're here celebrating the birthday of Martin Luther King this weekend. So happy Martin Luther King Day Jr. this weekend, my friends. Mm. So. Settle into your favorite well-worn corner lounger. Turn on that antique brass lamp with that old 70s canvas lampshade. And you all know which one I'm talking about with that old incandescent bulb in it. Your parents probably still have a few of these hanging around. And let's have a chat. So, to here, tonight, behind the counter, taking care of you, are your four favorite scruffy bartenders. My name is James Hebert, a.k.a. Jimmy Dice, here to bring you nothing but pure mediocrity and saltiness. And speaking of salt, here's our next scruffy lab, Mr. Kev 4K Garvin himself. <laughs> How are you, buddy? You I am because Cassian's in your backyard, or what? Cassian! He's been in my backyard since he was six years old. Oh, lads. Okay. Yeah, dude. We'll, we'll get to that later. But yeah, mate, I am fucking great. I am absolutely awesome. I've got a beer here, which we'll talk about later. We've nice. got a lot to talk about. We do. We have tons to talk about. And next up, having just cracked a fresh brewski himself, back-to-back world champion of the CO Bibble, still packaged with contact chip. Mr. Christopher Hall, how are we with Mocha? <laughs> you smell that? Do you know what that is? Farts. I don't victory. want. I don't. Don't want to know. It's the smell <laughs> of victory, boys. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So, do you still have it all packaged up? It's still safe, mate. It's uh, yeah. It's back in the back in the cabinet. It's not going anywhere. Attrick. It's going to be Attrick, lads. What's the next one we do? Will it be... Huh. A boba? Book of boba, isn't it? Yeah. Book of boba, isn't it? Oh, fuck. Mm, I'm winning that. That's, that's I have got be... to win that one. I mean, oh. we just need to We need to step up our game. We need to step up those true and false questions. Make them a, maybe less complicated, <laughs> but... <laughs> more complicated. Anyways, uh, last up, but certainly not least, my soul brother here in the great pine tree state of maine man behind the board mr ed bossart what is up dude hey i am happy to be here high up in the clouds on this adventure that we do every week i am currently drinking a sweet sour 
Made by Smutty Nose Brewing Company out of New Hampshire. Oh. Ooh. Crossing borders. Is that, uh, does Boris allow that? No, no. Wait, different country. <laughs> yeah, wrong country. New Hampshire. Uh, it's a cranberry ginger fizz is the name of it. And it's a Berliner style wheat ale brewed with cranberry and ginger. And it's pretty good. A lot of cranberry on it. A lot of cranberry. Mm, a lot of cranberry in the front. Sure, sure, sure. Well, Kev, what do you, we'll, we'll just, uh, hit it. What are you, what are you drinking? Dude. I've got a couple of beers around me, but this particular, they're from the... Uh, uh, <laughs> He's buried. Uh, There's going to be a couple, of, uh, no. a couple of white Russians around you as well? Dude, or? don't. Don't. Because, <laughs> you know, like last week I had about five or six white Russians, dudes. I'm not going to lie to you. The, the day after was an absolute disgrace. It was just... <laughs> it, it, it was not pleasant. We're not going to that. Because so, too, let me tell you, too many white Russians... <laughs> 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 too many white Russians, you end up with a revolution in your toilet. You literally do, and it's not pleasant. But I've, so I've currently got uh, this a um, there's a brewery that I've just discovered down south of England in in Bath or Bath if you parse in Bath called the Bath. Electric Bear Brewing Company. Oh, go have a bar. Uh, there's some great beers, and I'm currently drinking a maybe next Tuesday Belgian Pale Ale. Um, 4.8%, and yeah, it's great, it's lovely. I've got a couple more, um, but that's the one I'm drinking at the minute. Uh, but rest easy, boys. No no white Russians tonight. More to come. <laughs> I mean, I, the listeners can't see it because this is an audio medium, but um, those are pretty stiff at the time. But anyways, uh, Chris, what are you drinking, man? Uh, I'm drinking an off-tempo, cloudy pale. Mm. Uh, from Bad Company Brewing, made in Yorkshire. <laughs> juicy and un... I don't know what that says. It's juicy, with notes of mango <laughs> and passion fruit. <laughs> Extremely smooth, mouthful. It's uh, 6.1%. Ooh, nice. And it's bloody lovely. Ooh. I really enjoyed yes. how you say tango. Tango? Tango. Nuts. Hey, Kev. Kev. Yeah. What's the difference between Mordor and US Capitol? Go on. One does not simply walk into Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That hurts. It yeah. was. It looked pretty simple. You're right. It did. Yeah. Come on in. Didn't you come? <laughs> come on in. And then the guards like tell you where everything is. <laughs> and have yeah. selfies. Hey, I'll, I'll take a selfie with you. Oh my god! I just, I just, I just laugh, just laughing there, thinking about Kev the day after his white Russians. Like, I came into your house, Kev. Your head was in the toilet. <laughs> you had, vom- you had vomit in your hair. It was disgusting. <laughs> I've, I've had my say. I've had my say. I said what I have to say. Oh god! Thank you, Silvio. <laughs> Thank you, Silvio. And I guess I'll, I'll end with me. I'm drinking a banded brewing company. I believe that's in, yeah, it's Biddeford, Maine, brewed in the Pepperell Mill. This is the signature Pepperell German style Pilsner that they put out. Das Bier der Müller am Fluss. And, um, kind of low for me, actually. I usually don't drink beers this low, 4.6%, um, cause for me, it's just kind of a waste of calories. Well, it's a sense if you can't get a buzz off it. But uh, I do really enjoy the flavor. This is one of the few beers that I drink strict 
Why? Wow, that sounds really awful. I know this is the only beer I like that I drink for the flavor. All the other ones I just get fucked up on. But no, no, no. <laughs> this one, I really, I think this is one of the best tasting beers that I've had. It's just a nice uh, little bit of flavor, not really strong on the front end or the back end. Just a real nice flu, flus, flus, umflus. Real nice, smooth flavor, smooth taste. Uh, so yeah, if you all ever come to Maine. Banded Brewing Company in Biddeford, Maine. Highly recommend it. It's just so, a hop and a skip away from you, huh? It's just a hop and a skip, and we didn't go there before um, Rise of Skywalker, did we? Where did we go before that, Ed? Barrel that Soul? was Barrel Souls, yes. Barrel Souls. That's where that we broadcasted cool. live on oh, video. Yeah we, the, we, yeah, we did the live shot. Live? Facebook Live, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I Facebook Live, you get- you can check that on our Facebook page slash uh, Scruffy Podcasters. <laughs> Anyways, there it is, and here we are. Now that the introductions are out of the way, it's time to discuss our weeks in Star Wars. And for me, uh, and for us in general, it's been a hot minute since we've discussed our normal program banter. Uh, so I am pumped to hear about all the Star Wars that has happened in our lives this month. I want to hear about Leia. I want some Are You Kidding Me's. I want our normal shit. I want to see what you guys must be just chock full of stuff. So, Kev, why don't you lead us off? Take us away for the next hour and a half or so. What's been your week <laughs> or month in Star Wars? I've got absolutely fuck all, lads. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still going to talk an hour about it, so go. Stop. No, no, I'm not. Because I've hardly got out. And I've had Chris- we've had Christmas, we talked about that. And then I've had a birthday, which we talked about. But I got a couple of late birthday gifts. Which I can mention because there's a couple. First one is off off uh, a friend. I got the Luke and Yoda Jedi training black series. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise, and it's fucking great. Um, I love that. Unopened, of course. It's not opened. I'm not opening it. It's going to stay in the box where it should Aww. be. Like series is, should remain without fail. Uh, yeah, but it's got like a little D4 at the side. Don't know what that fucking D4. Is, but... Wait, does that no, that throws everything off? Deluxe. Okay. No. Yeah. It's, it's a deluxe figure. So it's yeah. Oh. But you know what that means, don't you? So there's no A, B, and C. It's just D. There's a D4. There must be a D1, 2, and 3. Oh, of course. you got to get them. <laughs> <laughs> You've already got so, one of them, Captain. Yep. Which one? The probe droid. <gasps> oh, is that D1? I don't know if it's D1 or not. I don't want to say. I don't know. I can't remember anything <clears throat> at the side on that. But anyway, yeah, so that was pretty sweet. That was a little birthday present. I've got another one, which was uh, a little book. Um, Star Wars The Lightsaber Collection. A book? Nice. It's like a little... Uh, it's it's just published by Titan Books. Pictures of Hilt? Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, my mum and dad got it me for my birthday. Apparently it was off Amazon. And it was about 11 quid. Nice. And it's got like every single Star Wars lightsaber throughout the saga. And it just gives a little... It shows you the hilts and with the blade there's like little fold outs of it and stuff like that. And it's got like little descriptions. So it, like the Ahsoka one's there. So it mentions like her twin blades. Oh, that's cool. So, well, yeah. So to talk about how they're made at all, like prop wise, or just like just nah, lore no, no, it's not, stuff. It's just lore. It's just like you know. Mm-hmm. So like the Ahsoka one, it says Ahsoka often holds the green bladed saber in reverse grip and eventually carries a second short bladed uh, Shoto saber. So it's just Shoto. stuff like that. So it's just like a little basic. Yeah. But it breaks down every single 
lightsaber uh, from there. And then I also got, last but not least, I had bought one of these. Like this was like a book. No, a magazine actually. <laughs> oh, and this was this was. I you always used to buy this, but I bought the Star Wars Insider magazine. Oh, nice. Oh, and yeah. do you know why? The only reason that I bought this pissing magazine... Mm, tell us. the cover, me. Because cover. of the fucking cover. I mean, look <laughs> at this. What's, a, what's on it? BF. Big look Bad BF. Doing line. Ah, big the bad Big Bad BF, yes. Big Bad BF doing his, doing his shit on the front. I don't even care what's inside it. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I, I really don't care. But it's called Star Wars Inside, er... Yeah, I don't care about that. I've, I've called it outside because it's just got Big Bad BF looking really cool on the front. Amazing artwork, I have to say. Amazing artwork. Nice. <laughs> you have to seal that up, vacuum seal it and frame it now. Yeah, 2021 souvenir. It's a souvenir edition. But there is a nice little... It's quite cool because there's a nice little Jeremy Bullock tribute in it and just talks about him and his involvement in Star Wars and blow up. So you'd think after three weeks I'd have a lot more to say, but that's it. Boom. You've been working a lot, though, probably. That's probably why. Well, I'm a bit stressed, lad, so I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. The stress of, you know, being locked down and working... I mean, I must be working 14 hours a year. Uh, <laughs> like 14 hours a month? A week? <laughs> fuck off, Jimmy. I'm not working that hard. 14 hours a month. You know, kids to look after. Uh, uh Homeschooling, mate. Homeschooling. That. I mean, that's, that's causing me so much stress. Um, <laughs> I've got like grey hairs, a big beard. Oh, God. <laughs> Such a cunt. <laughs> I oh. mean, it must be, dude, uh, truly though, it must be kind of tough, like just sitting there not being able to do anything. Is it brilliant? It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I'm trying to be sympathetic here. I'd be like, man, you piece of shit. I wish I could do that. Dice, lad. Jimmy Dice. Who has just bought a 4K TV? Me. Can't 4K garbage. I swear to God, I've not, I've not been to work for five weeks. I've not worked for five weeks. And let me stress <clears throat> that that's... The best five weeks of your life. <laughs> oh, man. I have just watched so much stuff. It's just brilliant. I think I'm actually... I mean... You know, people might not see me, but I'm like six foot four and lanky as fuck. But next time you see me, I'm going to be six foot four and probably fucking massive. Because I just sit here watching TV, (laughs) (laughs) eating crap, eating pork pies and fucking sausage rolls and fucking shite all day. Thinking, Mm. oh, it's great. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. But you won't buy Fallen Order. To finish it. I can't finish it. I can't finish it, Jimmy. It's at my mate's house and I can't go see him. Well, then just buy it yourself and play it again from the yeah. beginning. We'll stream it. We'll put it on the Scruffy Podcaster's Twitch channel. Boom. Kev's Garbage plays The Fallen Order. Yeah, I'm way we, too busy dude, for that, mate. Got- we would go to 10,000 followers overnight. Overnight. <laughs> I would love a stream with Kev playing Fallen Order. And his commentary as he's playing it, and then the guy, his the guy, like this? he guys dies. Like, oh, that's fucking bollocks! Oh, mate! <laughs> <laughs> throw you hear him throw the controller. <laughs> like, fuck all of them. You know, my mate. You know, when I play it at my mate's house on a Friday, we do like we, we like take turns and stuff. He's got like a he's got like a seven year old lad, 
And you know what I was talking about? Some of those bosses that you play. Yeah. And you fucking, oh, mate, some of them are awful, aren't they? They, they were rock hard. Oh, absolutely. There, there was one Friday night when I was just, we couldn't, we couldn't get by this boss. Great and I'm like, and I'm like, this is, I was like, and then I got killed with like a Nat's Todger of energy left. Like a literally like, <laughs> and I didn't know his seven year old lad sitting on the stairs <sighs> and I'm like, you fucking <laughs> bastard. Break. <laughs> And he's like, I swear, and he's like, and his little seven-year-old boy there walks out the bottom of the stair and he's like, there's Uncle Kev, he went, there were a lot of naughty words there, weren't there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I, I am very careful because I don't like swearing in front of, of uh, young children, but yeah, I mean, oh, God. It's, yeah, it gets frustrating. It just happens. I will finish it as soon as <clears throat> lockdown's over and... We're Good. all in. Do not panic. I'll, I'll be happy to close this chapter of my life. <laughs> Me too, mate. Me or too. I'll be ha- I will be happy for you to close this chapter of your life. We're right near the end of it. That's what was frustrating because we were right near the end, and then <laughs> Big Bad Bozzer just decided to close us all, lock us all down. So I couldn't finish it off, could I? So you know, it is what it is. It'll get there. Don't worry. Sure. Oh. Sure. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, there you go. Well, Mr. Hall, Mr. C. Hall, what do we got here? Oh, not a lot. Not a lot. Carry on the theme. Not a lot from me either, Jimmy, to be honest. <laughs> like after after Christmas and fucking <laughs> New Year. Great start to New Year. It's been, hasn't it? Like, end credit scene for 2020. It's been brilliant. Um, not much uh, Not much going on, but I have watched some Rebels this week. Um, mm, good lad. I'm near the end of season three now, so it's got just Sabine and the Darksaber stuff, so it's really like, I'm well into this. I liked that episode when uh, Ezra and Kanan were training her. That was great. And then she's just gone back to Mandalore, and her mum tried to throw her in prison, and she's like, wait a fucking goddamn minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, on the planet of Crownist? Ignite the Black. Ignite the yeah, there was a, there was a, I could just see loads of them spiders in background. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was good. I watched some Rebels in a week, and then I started over Christmas watching, rewatching season two of Mando, and um, never finished it. But I watched the last two episodes again today, and it's bloody brilliant. Yeah. Shed a tear, mate. Still shed a little tear. Um, Were well, you alright this time? I can neither confirm or deny that like, I uh, shed a little tear. I still cry like a little. I get, I mean, I get, it's moving, I man. Get, it's moving. Yeah. I get more excited for Boba every time. Yeah. Mate, that fucking music when he sits down <clears throat> on that throne, mate. <laughs> I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't get excited about like a minute and a half's worth of TV that much, but it's just... Ludicrous. Boba! <laughs> it is outrageous, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh mate. The, the best shot that? is when uh, Fennec just takes a haul, side profile, haul off the bottle of Spotchka with Boba on mm. the throne. I want that as a fucking print. Brilliant. <laughs> Sweet. No tells, dude? that it? You. Uh, yeah, mate, uh, you, you know Master Chief. I ain't got time for <laughs> Star Wars, mate, at a minute. <laughs> Move along. Well, all right. Well, there you go. There it is in there, Rose. I, uh, 
You know, I really don't have that much either. Um, <laughs> this is a real, uh, <laughs> real lackluster week. It's just the Star Wars content, me, but um, yep, this is great. Um, finished Star Trek Discovery season three. Really excited about that. Uh, very interesting. Could have a point one standalone episode about season three coming up soon, so stay tuned. Uh, I've been playing Squadrons still. Um, I've actually been playing a game called Daisy Zombie Apocalypse Large World Stale game, but I'm still playing Squadrons. I'm really grinding and trying to master the art of the drift. Such a powerful move ex- if executed properly. And when you can pull it off <clears throat> and you can get that boost and drift around these asteroids, you really can just like fly circles around people if you're in a TIE Defender or an A-Wing or even the Interceptor to a large degree. Um, you could just really just fucking crank on that. So I'm trying to master that and get really good at those moves because I, I feel like that's going to be a real key going forward for just dominating noobs. Uh, also came in the mail uh, this past Thursday, two days ago, The High Republic Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. I, I, I purposefully held off on getting this book because I've been madly, madly trying to finish Dune. I finally read Dune cover to cover, and I finished it Thursday morning, right when this one arrives. It was perfect timing. Because I was, uh, I'm, you'll love this, Chris. I'm in a book club, and our first book was Dune. That was a. Uh, <laughs> oh, so they used to be gently then, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. So not only I read books for fun, I have to read books as part of responsibility to a group of individuals. I've Um, seen I've seen that on the list in my book club, mate, but we've not quite got there yet, so I look forward I look forward to that one coming up. Yeah, just 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 read the part about the gum jabber or gum jabber or whatever the hell it is. It's all good. Um, so yeah, finished doing holy shit. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> I was in the bathroom earlier today and I got through the first thirty-three pages of uh, Light of the Jedi. Super, really, it really grabs you at the beginning of the book. Um, just with all the act, just straight up action. The earlier uh, release of the first chapter that we had earlier this year. Part one, the great disaster that talks about Captain Hedda Cassett or Cassette. Uh, I don't listen to the audio. I never listen to an audio book because you can't write in an audio book. Um, so I have to pronounce these how I think they're pronounced. But anyways, we had the first chapter about Captain Hedda, Captain Hedda Cassett, who encounters the object in the hyperspace lane. So that was the first chapter. So that was cool to reread that again. Um, and it was kind of like an easy way to break into this because this is a new book, new story, new characters, knowing nothing about this galaxy other than the fact that there are laser swords in it um, and this group called the Republic. So really, really happy with how it's going so far. Just for the first 33 pages, like I had to put I mean, I had to put it down because uh, I was, you know, anyways, but uh, I can't <laughs> wait I to was finish done. the book. <laughs> I was done. So I really can't. I'm really looking forward to continuing this um, uh, this saga and just kind of where it goes. So uh, Master Jedi uh, Jedi Master Evar Chris is seems pretty pretty badass. So nice. I like to do that. Uh, and that's pretty much been uh, my week of Star Wars. Just kind of dipping more into tr- playing more video games and things like that. Because what else are you going to do during the lockdown? You know, you you work and you take care of your kid and play video that's, games. So that's what yeah. I do, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Take care of my kids. Except you don't play video games, though, which, you know. Or have kids. <clears throat> or have kids. <laughs> or <I'll> work. <laughs> or work. Or <laughs> work. <laughs> so wait. 
Uh, what? So I don't do play, I don't, you do I don't here. Play video games. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. But yeah, this my week. This week's advice from Jimmy from Jimmy Dice. Uh, just just grab a good book. You know, this is the winter months. The days are getting longer, folks. Believe it or not, we are past the shortest day of the year, which was last month. But grab a good book. Sit in that old chair. End of the night. Don't try not to stare at your computer screen or your phone 60 minutes before going to bed. I know that's really hard for all of us, and I'm so guilty of that myself, but man, just take your eyes off of a screen and read a book at least 30 minutes before you go to bed. You will sleep so much better because A, the book puts you to sleep. B, your eyes aren't just like stressing to the max and stimulating all those weird sensations in your brain that keeps you up during the middle of the night and it's just kind of nice you know you feel like you're taken back in time to a much more simpler place and i feel like everybody needs that right now so grab a good book grab a nice cup of hot chocolate and curl up with it in the corner somewhere that's my week in star wars yeah and the end of your ted talk at the end of my ted talk (laughs) fuck out of here and go goddamn i was gonna say like yeah i would last like five to ten minutes and then fall asleep if I did that, but um, that long? <laughs> <laughs> we still talking about penis? Um, <laughs> ding! <laughs> uh, I also got Light of the Jedi, um, fellas. This is a turning point in Ed's life where he's switching from audiobook to physical paper Whoa. and ink book. What? Whoa! I got my beer. Yeah. Say that again, Ed. Say that again. <laughs> I am reading physical books. Are you going to be buying <laughs> physical music? Um, no, 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 no. Oh, Fuck I that. Fucking, I don't no. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm currently trying to make my like Jimmy. You just read Dune. I'm turning. T- I'm currently making my way through a 1,200-page Brandon Sanderson book, Rhythm of War. It's a book for the Stormlight Archive. Whatever. It's really good if you are into fantasy and want a really in-depth series of books. Check out Stormlight Archive. It's really good. Um, I am excited to read Light of the Jedi. I have it on my nightstand and my girls keep walking up to it and looking at it like, it's Jedi. Do you know? Who's this? Who's this? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I haven't read it yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting fucking annoying. Daddy, you're supposed to like Star Wars. (laughs) I know. I thought you knew everything. Why don't you know who this is? I like how she looks. Who? What's her name? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, this that is it, this is perfect for her role. She would absolutely slay this character. Oh, Brie uh, Larson, only thirty-three yeah. pages in, and I've only read about this character for literally three pages out of that thirty-three pages. So, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna hear about the Wookiee with the cross guard lightsaber. Hill. Yeah, that's all, that's all I'm saying. That like, sweet. Who, who the who the frack is this guy? But Ed, please continue. Yes. Sorry to me. Um, I also was recently in California and brought back my. VHS tapes for Star Wars Trilogy. You got a pre-special edition set that has A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and The Phantom Menace in it. 
<laughs> Do you know what? And I was like, tell us what's in this original, original trilogy box set. <laughs> I'm like, sweet. I remember this from way back. And I'm opening it up and look. Oh, my God. Where did Return of the Jedi go? Well, luckily, we got a pretty decent movie in its place, Phantom Menace. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you traded Muppets for a green screen. I think Kev just had a heart attack. Oh, my God. But I also brought home my special edition VHS box. Uh, It's not widescreen, though, sadly. It's not silver, it's gold. Yeah. Did you get the 4-3 pad and scan versions? Is that what they are? I don't know. I got the one that they printed on VHS tape. That's all I know. Yeah, that's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, uh, it's just reminded me of this. This meme that I saw on on Twitter, and it's like if it's like a drawing, a cartoon drawing of a school like dinner hall. What do you guys call them? Canteens or whatever. You call cafeteria. Them. Cafeteria. That's the word I was looking for. And they put the people like put different things and on each table and say which table are you going to sit at? And then you've got then the the Twitter bait dip is underneath in it. Well, they put two Star Wars movies on two on a table per table, and. Um, Return of the Jedi and the Phantom Menace were on the same table. I was like, I'll take a seat right there. Oh, nice. <laughs> Love it. Well, that's perfect. That is Chris. perfect. Yeah. Oh, nice. Can, can I ask a question Sorry. real quick, though? Yes. About your, about your VHS trilogy set, Ed? Yeah. Yeah. We all, we all have one of these, right? The original mm. o, or OG. Do you have one, Chris? Kev? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I've got about had it or something like that. There are about four or five boxes of VHS. So I've not got that particular one, but I've got several different boxes. Mm-hmm. And only because you mentioned it, Ed, I wanted to share because this particular set it came out in 1995, and George Lucas wrote on the side, The appeal of Star Wars has gone beyond anything I could have ever imagined. I am pleased that the final video release of Star Wars in its original version, we can present it with the best sound and picture quality yet available thanks to THS Digital Mastering. In the years to come, I hope you, your children, and your children's children will enjoy not only this trilogy, but also the adventures yet to come in the continually unfolding Star Wars universe by George Lucas. My mom came home from Boston, 9 o'clock at night, and she and I, I don't know why I was awake. She was out shopping with, all, with some family down there all the old Irish women. And uh, she came back and was like, hey, I got you something. And she gave me this because we had that like taped off the TV. And I was so stoked about it. I went to bed with this friggin' thing. Like it sat on my nightstand all night. So when I woke up, it was right there. And I watched it the first thing the next morning. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> I just wanted to share this memory because it was such a special moment when this happened, <clears throat> when I got this set. And you bring in that, your box set back, Ed, like really just kind of like caused an inrush of uh, really fucking cool childhood memories back and i know yeah, so dude. many of you out there have this box set or whatever your first like vision versions you know video dvd cassette whatever hold on to them i mean i know if i put this vhs in the thing this thing would just fucking light on fire i just know it would this, this, <laughs> I, it's probably this could probably be like a box of c4 because any kind of heat exposure will probably just catch fire but anyways Chair and, and, and he even hints about the prequel trilogy on it. 
Look at that. Exactly. Yeah. And the story's yet to come. They're talking about Ahsoka and Grand Devil Thrawn right here. Yeah. Of course they are. Yeah. Is there a PS on the, the bottom of it that says, enjoy this trilogy because I'm about to fuck with it? <laughs> Actually, at the very bottom, at the very bottom of the trilogy, it says, PS. Mara Jade lives. <laughs> oh. The card that fell out of it was actually a custom card done for the Steel Open in 2016. Uh, art by Michael Mayhew, designed by Paul LaRue. Uh, Merrick Steele, who is the protagonist in the TIE Fighter computer game. They made him into, or they already had the, the card, Merrick Steele, but he did a cool little custom um just custom artwork of the guy. So I just wanted to share this Ooh. here. I'll, I'll throw it up on the Twitter or the Instagrams or whatever. But um, yeah, just a really cool card. I love Star Wars because there are so many fun memories in it. Anyway, sorry. Oh. Keep going. <laughs> I know. I love Star Wars. <sighs> uh, just Anything this- else in your week? <laughs> <laughs> have- <laughs> I have a, a little story. Uh, I was watching A New Hope last night with my family all of us on the couch and you know Darth Vader comes out in the beginning there I'm like hey guys fun fact it's not a fun fact to us because like it's just common knowledge I was like James Earl Jones voices Darth Vader and it's Mufasa in um, Lion King and goes like cool and Gina's like my wife who's James Earl Jones I was like hold the fucking phone I was like, are you serious? I showed her a picture of him. No, I don't know who that is. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Hey, you've, you've never seen Hunt for Red October? You've never seen, you know, like, it's just like, I was going to say thinking. Hunt for Red October. That was, I was going to say. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, my divorce papers are coming through. Yeah, when you get divorced, then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now she knows who he is. Now she. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was a small little uh, "Are you kidding me?" story from my end. Um, yeah, so let's go into be more Leia because we haven't done that in forever. So might as well we just haven't. do it. Oh, Chris, what did you just crack? Um, this is called "Welcome to the Party, Pal" uh, from <laughs> Tiny Rebel. Nice, in, and it's a, a snowball IPA. It was a Christmas beer, this was, left over from Christmas, and this is another 6.3. Ooh. It's um, Let's see how this one goes. Very nice. Ooh, 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 ooh. All right. Let's see how we go. Let's get ready for Be More Leia. So Be More Leia is a segment where we read a page from the book, Be More Leia, Find Your Rebel Voice and Fight the System, written by Christian Blovelt. So let's do it. Be more layup. Be more layup. Layup. Be more layup. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, if you do not remember, we are in the chapter Building a Community. This page is kind of interesting, boyos. I kind of want your take on it. Um, with recent events. <clears throat> this page is titled Purge 
outdated ideas. The masses are resistant to change. But it is time to shake up the status quo and usher in new ideas. Society might be governed by outdated rules. Senates might be ruled by Sith Lords disguised as politicians. An ordinary... (laughs) (laughs) An ordinary people might not believe that a tiny green creature can be all-powerful with the Force. But times are changing. Be the first to say... I have a good feeling about this. And the quote is, I can't do Yoda. Sorry. You must unlearn what you have learned. Fucking hell, where's Yoda from? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he's from Idaho or some shit. You must unlearn what you have learned. (laughs) Sounds like Bob Dylan. (laughs) Times are already changed. Hey, hey, you must have learned. Times are changing. I feel some down east man be like, dude, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta unlearn what you fucking learned, guy. Just fucking yeah, come on, bub. Come unlearn on, it. Get, get that out of your head. Quaggins uh, <laughs> in the basement, man. And and I'm right. on the pavement thinking about the Jedi's. <laughs> Times are changing, fellas. Yeah. Indeed, indeed, seen. Um, yeah, wow, that's uh, pertinent. Did you just did you time that in for some bizarre reason? No, <laughs> like I just was like, that's the next page. I'm reading. I'm like, wow. There you go. Yeah. What's funny yeah. about this is people on both sides can relate to it. You know, like if you were stupid and wanted to have an insurrection, you could think this was on their side. You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. The whole rebellion thing. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'm just trying to find a really delicate way to say this. And I'm brought back to the saying that I really hold true to myself right now is say the second thing that comes to your mind and make sure that it is kind. So I think that is a cool interpretation and a really awesome quote. That can be interpreted in many positive ways. Mm. Cool. Clearly, uh, better put than me and Kev would have said. (laughs) (laughs) I would have just, I would have just probably gone. What a fucking bunch of cunts! (laughs) (laughs) Get in the fucking bin. It's time to change. Amen. You know what, Chris? I was just thinking about <laughs> Stop acting like a bunch of fucking idiots. Seriously. <laughs> but I bought all my guns. What am I going to use my guns Guns, for? guns, guns. Guns and knives. It's the only time in my life that I'm going to be able to use my guns. I'm it's all right. It's all right as an American, though, isn't it? It's all right as an American. What was that from South Park? I love my guns. I'm fighting for my... Jimmy, Jimmy, what's this from? I'm fighting for my rats. Fight for my rats. Excuse me? Gettysburg? What? Yeah. Gettysburg. <laughs> my rats. Talking to Thomas Chamberlain. Fight for my rats. Get what? Our rats. Excellent movie, by the way. Gettysburg. Yes, everyone should see it. Also from also from the 90s. A lot of good 90s films. Anyways, whatever. Agreed. We're not talking about pop culture. Um, we should. All right. Uh, let's go to Are You Kidding Me? Before that, I just want to let everybody know I cracked open a little bit of a whiskey here. Moving on. Uh-oh. 
It's called Pine Barrens. It's out of Baiting Hollow, New York. Oh. <coughs> Pine Barrens? Does it come with a mustard packet? Does it come with a Tic Tac? <laughs> <laughs> a mustard packet and the Tic Tac. <laughs> Produced and bottled by Long Island Spirits. Interior decorators. <laughs> <laughs> this house looked like shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, please. I'm sorry. (laughs) Are You Kidding Me is a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say. Are you kidding me? So. What are you going to say? You want, you cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave you here, you want, you cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) So, here we go. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But a welcome one. So welcome. And this one, I was turned on to by Mr. Craig Roberts, who's been on here before. Woo! Lad. Yeah. This one goes to New Hope. A New Hope. You guys might already know this, but you guys like chicken? That's not at Chris I, Hall. I, I, I like chicken. <laughs> I mean, they're friends. It's like, it's like a dark chicken. So this, it's foul. <laughs> Dude, I got <laughs> At least you didn't say pork. Oh, Craig, we both said the same. <laughs> I didn't hear it. What was it? You guys oh. look so confused right now. I didn't hear it. I didn't, honestly. Something about you know, fowl. I don't, I, don't, I don't like chicken, mate. Come on, carry on. <laughs> Do you like fowl. fried chicken, fellas? Fried chicken? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you guys remember the scene in A New Hope where the escape pod is jettisoned out of Tantivy 4? Yeah. That escape pod. You guys, you guys know where I'm going with this? Anyway, the, yes, that escape yes, pod yes. is made out of a bucket from KFC. Oh. No fucking way. Oh. Yeah. So... Think about that next time you see the escape pod jettisoned. Some <laughs> there's, there's, there's one in my trash can right now. I'm going to go fucking pull that bucket out. It's not, have- from K- it's not from KFC, <laughs> but it is the same size bucket because I had uh, fried chicken from the chicken guy in Portland, Maine. Chicken guy, G-A apostrophe I. Or Los Polos Hermanos. Los Polos Hermanos. It was an Asian, like Asian style fried chicken. Amazing. It like it's me. all these stories coming about, like the model models being made and stuff. Like, man, guys, we can make anything. If they're making fucking an escape pod out of KFC bucket, what can we do? Okay, what do you got laying around there? We can make something out of. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to know. He's got a pair of trackies that stand by themselves. Um, yeah. What could you make out of them from a Star Wars prop? Well, you, you wonder, how has technology not developed more? Okay, so you got the KFC bucket for the OT trilogy. You get a bunch of friggin' ear swabs for episode one. Well, no, no, no. They had the pantyhose containers for the, the engines on the Star Destroyer The in, in A New Hope, remember? Yeah, yeah, you did that one before, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you got that, too? Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Lady Razors. Lady Razors. Hey man, when when uh, 
when uh, budget's tight, you got to go to KFC, bro. Yep. <laughs> you can imagine those nineteen seventies like Star Wars hippies who were working on the shit. Oh, like, are we going to absolute gonna, labs? Absolute gold, aren't they? Just going like, oh, you sent a picture, right? Of all of yeah, them. Yeah, I love looking at photos of them guys and seeing footage of them because they're just fucking. They're off the tits, mate. Yeah, yeah, super. They're just a bunch of hippies, mate, in San Francisco, just fucking having a laugh. Come straight yeah. out of film school, building little models. Mm-hmm. Some maverick directors set them all to work, and they're just like making history, but got no idea what <laughs> what, what they're oh, doing God. or fucking oh. how they're doing it, <laughs> and what it, what impact they're gonna have on cinema. It's like legendary, mate. I love it. Me too. It's brilliant. Awesome. Do you wonder what that 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 uh, interaction was when the guy's like, you know, he's probably sitting at home. After a long, tired day at, you know, building models and shit, eating KFC out of his bucket, being like, you know what? This motherfucking bucket would be perfect. No, you know That's what I what bet? I was <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking they're all having lunch all around the table and there's a bucket there. They're like, hey, that's the exact shape we need. We don't need to pay money for well, this and one, that. Like, Was it one bucket or two buckets? That's a good question. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, Gonkroid is what? Like the crate things? Two crate things? Inverted on each other. So on, let me let me go through my uh, get all my micro machines here. <laughs> oh, he's got his micro machines, boys. Oh no. Yeah, the gonk, right, guys? The gonk droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it made out of like the two bins, like one upside down on top of the other? Ooh. I thought that was yeah, cool. gotta be on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can imagine, like Jimmy said, I've just got visions of like these guys, stoners, sitting around going, <laughs> "We got this bucket." <laughs> yeah, they could. Well, I think they they probably did it with one one bucket. Yeah, it's definitely one KFC bucket that they used on the bottom where the engines are. The top part they probably use like I don't know. It kind of looks like the top half of like the ice cream maker that they use in the uh, Cantono or whatever, with these little like weird little you know thruster sprouts that come out the edges of it but yeah micro machines wow this model looks you know back in the 90s when they made micro machines they made this shit to last oh, yeah. what what detail they put on them now not the half baked stuff they put out fried chicken bucket huh <laughs> I, know, I know right you're like damn <laughs> it's pretty awesome i think they use like wood right. chips for that like debris that comes out or something you know that when it flies yeah. out it's pretty cool <clears throat> Oh, thanks, Craig. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Um, ready for the news, fellas? Let's do it. Let's do it. We got big news this week, folks. Lots of big news. What's in the news? <laughs> <laughs> no, so what really kind of tickles my fancy this week that I'm super stoked about um, I say that a lot. That should be on my sign. That soundboard super stoked. That doesn't even sound good. It sounds stupid. I'm going to try and not say that from now on. Let's I'm super well stoked for you not to say it. I'm super stoked to not say super, <laughs> super, super stoked. Anyways, um, back in January 13th, a few days ago, uh, the announcement of the return of Lucasfilm games. So that's yes. very cool. Cause so those of us who are of our age group, uh, mid thirties, early forties, Kev, 
Uh, we'll late remember Roy. that back Ooh. in yeah, late long. Wh- however, however long in the tooth you are, you you will remember a lot of the Star Wars games that came out back in the nineties. I mean, you had Dark Forces Revolutionary. Can't wait to see that moldy crow. Uh, Dark Star Wars Jedi Knight, Dark Forces Two, which spearheaded the whole Jedi Academy Jedi Knight series. Rebel Assault, Rebel Assault Two, The Hidden Empire, which was the first appearance of the cloakable Tie Phantom. Uh, Tie Fighter, X Wing, Tie Fighter, X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Basically, the whole series, which you know culminates in this second version of that being released this or last year in 2020, was X Wing Squadrons, and you had the game strategy game Star Wars Rebellion. There were a lot of cool games but it wasn't just um star wars games that lucas films or lucas games had uh lucas film games put out they had like what was it monkey island or something like that they had some indiana jones stuff yeah fate of atlantis yes yeah that was i mean good classic games that they got a lot of notoriety that. and recognition for that that weren't star wars because it didn't have to be all star wars that they put out so this week, um, <clears throat> Ubisoft and Lucasfilm have announced that we, we picked this uh, article up from our friends at uh, Fanthatrax, um, have announced that a collaboration on a new Star Wars game development on the project will be led by Massive Entertainment, whose expertise and talent will be used to create a story-driven, open-world experience within the Star Wars galaxy that utilizes the studio's cutting-edge technology, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. All I think about is George Lucas telling us about how THX digital mastering is the best thing there is in 1985. So, um, <laughs> I, I'm really, we don't, they don't know anything yet about when this sort of massive, um, open world game will be made. Like what time period? We don't know. Old Republic, High Republic, Clone Wars, Galactic Civil War, Resistance, First Order, whatever. Um, but a very, super stoked about this coming along because i for one i love playing games like skyrim i really enjoy star wars the old republic but star wars the old republic just doesn't have the support and updates from i don't even know who the hell makes it bioware or whatever it is but it just doesn't we need a immersive game that's like Jedi Fallen Order, that graphic style, but being able to actually go through and create your own storyline. You know, whether it's like a a RPG style, like Knights of the Old Republic or Baldur's Gate, for those of you who are old like us. Um, Hey, have you you played um, The Division or Division 2? I have not. The Tom Clancy series? So Ubisoft... I played The Division 2. You've, yeah, you, we we played that together. Eddie. Did you did you beat it? <laughs> no, I did. I didn't finish the fucker, did I? Sounds like a trend here. Um, I fucking love Division Two. Division One was good, but Division Two just like I don't. I didn't think a sequel could be that much better. It was really good. Uh, Massive Entertainment also made that as well. Ubisoft. If they do something like that, and that's more like a like behind the shoulder look with a shooter. Is what division is, and they had a really cool equipment system, um, leveling system. If they do something like that with a saber, or even not lightsaber, and go more like a bounty hunter kind of thing, I think mm-hmm. it could roll out pretty fun, a fun, fun game, especially open world. That'd be awesome. I think they announced an open world game this week. That's this is what this is what we're talking about, yeah. yeah that's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's going to be open world. Yeah. 
Yeah. Official. Sorry, I was miles away. So, the <laughs> question, Ed, Ed, when you think about open world, and I'm looking at you, Ed, um, with your strawberry tea. Mm. Sorry, no, not your strawberry My tea. My truly but, strawberry tea. That's right. <laughs> um, that Wrigley got for you. Yes. I'm, I'm asking... When they say open world, what game do you think of that's been done already that brings you to open world? Are we talking like that I want or Warcraft, that they... MMORPG, or like mm. Skyrim style single player? Yeah. I'm... More like Fallen Order style or whatever. I think they're going to try and work a multiplayer if it's anything like The Division, which is also MMO, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 uh, ma- it's open worldness is. Not as massive as like World of Warcraft. It's kind of contained, but it's still open. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could do something cool like that. But in Star Wars, it's just so huge. Like everyone wants to see multiple planets. Um, mm-hmm. If they could find out a way to keep it on one planet, maybe it would work. But people would probably not like it. I don't know. Like it, it's tough when you when you have Star Wars because you you want to see multiple planets. You want to see. Uh, Lots of starships and things like that. And if you just stay on one planet, you're not going to see stars. You're not going to be on a starship. It's, it's gonna, lame. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. So. I hate Tatooine. Tatooine is a shitty planet. I don't want to play there. I'm a big green, like, tr- I'm a big That's what this game's going to be. Right? It's going to be all desert. I know. It's going to be all, exactly. No. Stop it. Stop it. Like, going to hunt down a crate dragon. So we're going to do. You have, and that would be cool. But you have a. You know, the resources that it takes just to render in all this stuff yeah. is outrageous. Yeah. And you look at, you know, you look at games that you have that open world player versus environment, player versus player, like DayZ that I'm in right now. I, I'm relating it to it because that's the game that I'm playing right now. You have a giant map, literally 15 kilometers by 15 kilometers, and you're just a single person running around doing your thing. Chris just left the room. It's okay. But you, you, it, I compare it more to that. And if you had something like that in Star Wars, in the Star Wars world, you're stuck to that one 15-kilometer by 15-kilometer yeah. area. So what's it going to be? Tatooine? Yeah, see, so... Or is it going to be Coruscant? That's or, what I'm like, thinking. Where's like, it going to go? You play the Division in Division 2, which were great. They would had uh, almost like map-accurate um, you know, streets and buildings from Manhattan and Washington, D.C., right? Mm-hmm. It was great. But, like, you have those same size maps for Star Wars, and people might be underwhelmed because they're like, I'm just in this one city. Like, Star Wars is huge. Why am I on this one planet? So, like, I don't... Why can't you know, I have my own ship and get the hell out yeah, of here? Yeah, why can't I go to, like, some other planet and have the same thing there and, mm-hmm. or that looks different? Mm-hmm. I don't... You know, it's Star Wars fans and, like, you know, they want huge galaxy epic proportions and that is really hard to produce for open world for open world graphically for because it's not you know they they could do something like that but you would need such a high-end computer just to render all that stuff in like it's it's impossible fallen order worked because it was linear ish with a small open world thing and then you felt like it took forever to get back to your ship and whatever you know yeah we, you know, we've talked about this right pa- yeah there's only one path you know yeah, yeah. 
it's, it is very linear. They say open world, yes, you can go from one spot to another, but you traveling from one spot to another, you have one or two different paths to get there. Yeah. There aren't infinite paths like in DayZ. Yes, right. And and just having... I mean, just look at Star Wars The Old Republic video game. That's the closest to what I think people would want, but just better done. Mm. What, well, like, what you're, so, yeah, I mean, your experience with World of Warcraft, right? Because yeah. you're playing that a lot now a lot, with the Boy yeah. Pyramid and stuff like that. Like, they keep, they're still making amazing content for that. They're mm-hmm. still upgrading the mechanics of the game and still fixing bugs and still coming out with updates that just makes the overall experience a lot better, right? Yeah, and you, well, you pay monthly. And so it's a monthly subscription. It's not right, free. Which helps to fund all that. Yeah. yeah, which helps fund all that. So, yeah, and I mean, anything great isn't free. It's you know, 50 cents a day. Think about it. So it's not too bad. <laughs> hey, that's cheaper than a cup of coffee. That's right. And less than what we would less than that we would pay uh, going out to lunch each week. But but anyways, that's that's the big announcement. <clears throat> Lucasfilm Games is back. Because I remember when they went away and it was a very sad day because you get shit like EA coming in with loot boxes. And we're just going to leave it at that. Yep. But uh, but yeah, do we want to talk about I, I talk about High Republic real quick? I think I think yeah. Next on the docket is we. It happened a couple weeks ago. They they had an announcement video about the launch of the High Republic dude, um, and yeah, we all watched it, watch right, guys? The leather. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys think of it? Just overall, the announcement and what's going on with it. Are you guys, like, excited cool. for it? I mean, it really didn't give anything away. Like, how do you have an announcement trailer over shit that isn't a black and white page book? I mean, they, they, all, I mean they, they couldn't give a lot away, could they? So, no. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have concept art, but we've seen all the concept art already. And you can't, you can't have spoilery concept art because then it would just be a complete spoiler for everything everywhere. Um, I, I thought it was cool when they were talking with all the different art artists, artists, they are artists in a way, artists is the literary word, but all the different authors, um, on how their approach to, you know, what Star Wars kind of means to them as they're writing these books, their experiences going through this process, the collaboration with all the other authors, which I think was really cool. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, <laughs> I was pretty, pretty funny, but obviously irritated the social media, which I think is very good because, you know, go fuck yourself. But Claudia Gray <laughs> with a live long and prosper salutation at the yeah. end. What the hell was that? That was great. Are you kidding? Come on. See, you know what? That's funny. It's funny. You know, because the animosity that some people have, Star Trek versus Star Wars, 90% of it is all just made up fluff. It's all talk and no and no actual serious emotions about, you know, one necessarily being better or, or, or you know, better than the other. You know, it's its own thing in its own realm and its own universe. And <laughs> people were giving a crap about doing Live Long and Prosper at the end. I say, <laughs> get a girl backbone. Like, come on. Get a, fr- a fracking life. The best, the best fans like said. both Star Trek and Star Wars. Like, come on. As Shatner said on SNL, get a life. <laughs> get a life, Trekkers. Did you know what I loved about that? We were all watching it together, weren't we? Me. Yeah. Chris. I came in late on it, but yeah, I watched some of it. And there were all this stuff happening. And, you know, 
what I really like the sound of was the manga comic that we're going to do, the manga part. Oh, that's right. That's good. Yeah, thanks for bringing yeah. that up, Chris. Yeah, and it's your balance. As your balance, man. I was like, dude, because we've had manga stuff before, haven't we, in Star Wars? It's... A little bit, yeah, with Lost Stars. Yeah, and uh, well, there was all the original trilogy they did, the fan- and the prequel trilogy they did in manga. Oh, dude, they did loads of great stuff. So when that was coming, I was like, dude, let's have some of that. That's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just like, we're going to give you loads of shit over the next few years. What is it, phase one? Is it phase one, this is? I mean, come on, it's going to be tons. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, like, like, like hearing, hearing all their, like, the characters and their favorite characters and all that and, like, what they were going to have to do. I was a little underwhelmed. I wasn't like, okay, there's nothing epic going on. Like, But they're obviously going to reserve that stuff for movies and shows. Like, but, I, I, like, maybe, like, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think what they can do in books that'll just, like, fucking grab me, you know? And nothing yeah. has popped out at me yet. It's all been similar stuff to what we've already gotten in in canon books it's just like you know side stories um side characters that support the main story like I, i'm not like huge i'm not s- super anticipating anything yet i don't know <laughs> you were right down on it and you were you were like i, w- I wasn't i was yeah I, w- I was like okay i love jedi uh, i love the jedi lore stuff i can't wait to read about the high republic setting with the temp jedi temple or whatever they're gonna do mm-hmm. i can't wait to read that stuff but like just having a plot and a story, I'm I'm a little underwhelmed. Do you remember? Do you remember when Luke Skywalker came back in that TV show recently, <laughs> and we were like, "What did you think, Ed? <laughs> Fucking Cara Dune, cause she's does by Ed and Sheila." I was honestly, I think I was just stunned. Like I couldn't. <laughs> it had not sunk in, Ed, had it? No. Ed, you know, cause, you know, you were talking about. Is it Lords of the Sith and Lost Stars and Leia, Princess of Older? And so when you were slagging off these books, I was like, you like the canon books. So, yeah. I mean, I like them. I like Lost Stars. A lot of them, it's just like, you know, I read them and I kind of just, they don't like stick out in my memory like the EU books did. Some of them. Uh, where it was just, yeah. <clears throat> you didn't know. like them as much as I thought then. Back when, you're, back when our brains were more malleable and impactful. Full yeah, that could time. be too. Like I, I was younger and. Mm-hmm. Summer, summer, young, dumb, and full of gun. <laughs> my my yeah, my brain was full of less shit than it is now. Yep, mood altering substances. <laughs> well, there's Utah. A, there, get me too. <laughs> there, there has to be, there has to be a thing, uh, a relationship or correlation between. Um, just the amount of material that's out for some of these characters compared to how popular they are. So with the light of the, the light of the Jedi and this high Republic stuff that's coming out. Um, yeah, we see Avar Chris. Uh, we, we think we, we know that she is a badass 33 pages in, which is also season one, episode one, Bascar Galactica 33. <laughs> but I, don't know where that reference came from, but I, I think the more we see them, the more we read about them, the more we see these characters come come back. I don't think we're going to see a lot of these characters die off. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't finished reading it yet. But 
they need to build up the character with us. They need to build up the trust with the reader and the consumer of all of this material that they're putting out that like, Hey, look at these badass new characters. You're going to love them. And like, we need to endear, they're, they, they're trying, they need to endear the characters to the reader and they're starting from scratch. So it's, it's, it's uh, easy to understand that, you know, no one has a real deep attachment to any of these people right now. But as we do, the more you reintroduce these characters, the more you deep dig deep a little bit into their, their personal history, but not too much because you can go way overboard with the details like in the Aftermath series where it's just, you know, detail ejaculation all over the place mm. um, mm-hmm. in a good way, but... It's a lot to take in. Uh, I, this is me after reading Dune recently, but you, you have you have to keep track of a lot of stuff, and that is a real challenge. But I think the more the more they come out with, um, I mean, it's off to a great start, and I can think that it can only go up from here. Mm. They're planning this for a while. They're planning all of this for a long time, aren't they? High Republic. I think they said this is phase one, so we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it yeah, goes. and and you know they have the the antagonist group called the Nile or the Nile. What do you, what are they calling them? The Nile. Uh, we're uh, we're we're saying Nile, yeah, like nihilism, nihilism, whatever. N-A- uh, brutal, and this is from stars.com, brutal savage marauders based in the outer rim. I I just think oh they're just pulling reavers from Serenity. Yeah, that's I'm okay I'm with that. Right. Yeah. So could be cool. It could be just more of the same. We'll see. We'll see it what they do. Be, with it. it could. It could be trash. We don't know. We don't know. We got to read it though. See how they execute. <clears throat> get out. Get out your biro pens. Get in the pages. Mark your notes. Keep track. Um, Liam Neeson was in the news lately, right, Kev? Liam. Yeah. He was talking about a piece of wood. <laughs> that was great. What it was. <laughs> he was interviewed. I think it was. It was a. It was a pity. It was on James Corden's show. Yeah. Who. How do you Americans take to James Corden? Uh, he's kind of silly. He's a fucking he's a funny fuck. here and there, but he's. A, he I does. wouldn't. I don't go on my way to watch him. <laughs> he he hasn't he hasn't like attached. I'm not attached to him. I'm I'm more of a other comedian person guy. Not him. Maybe it's maybe it's us <laughs> as English hate Chris. Yeah, you guys no, don't like him, English. huh? You guys don't like yeah. him. I can't stand him. Nah, he's, he's a prick. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right, cool. man. Yeah. You can have him. You can keep him. Like, just keep, uh, <laughs> yeah. keep him over there. <laughs> just like we'd say. But yeah, Mr. Qui-Gon was our one dude. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. He, he showed his... Uh, he was interviewed, and he showed his lightsaber that he had from 1997. Seven. Seven. Yeah. He said seven. His yeah. prop. Fucking mm. awesome. He started out like holding the... the he had it on a plaque, and he put it back where he's like, I got this piece of wood. And then he <laughs> turned it around, like, boom, lightsaber. Fucking awesome. But he was asked if he, he'd reprise his role or, you know, do anything more in Star Wars, and he said, sure, he'd be up for that. Come on. Come on. Come on. We want him back. We want Liam. We want a 68-year-old. I don't know. How, how old is Liam? <laughs> oh, he's dead. <laughs> No, you know, Listen, a pre, they, they, a pre, they, they like High Republic. Mark Hamill, if they can de-age Mark Hamill, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, he's he's sixty-eight. Wow, I was right. How about that? Um, sixty-eight-year-old playing a younger. I mean, that's what you'd have to do, right? 
playing a younger mm-hmm. Qui-Gon Jinn. What if they did that? Would you be okay with that? If they did, so what they did with the season finale, uh, season two finale Mando with the young Luke Skywalker. What if they did that with Hugh McGregor and Liam Neeson? Would you be okay with that? And do you think that this is going to be like? Uh, we'll be in a false case. Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they'll go there because it's it's too they small will. of a timeline. He's a human. You know what I mean? You're only going to go fifty years before before Phantom Menace. You're not going to do anything in that time. Like it's just they could have been it. They've done books. It's fine. There's not going to be a movie. True. Um, true. Book. Yeah, books, books for sure. Movie, but movies, especially comics. Probably. Kev, you're right. They might do like a ghost thing. Who knows? Well, they did it somewhere. in the um, certain point of view book, didn't they? they yes. Brought, yes, where he talks to Obi Wan in the Sandcrawler or whatever. Yeah, just before and everything. So I think it's a 100% certainty that oh. Liam Neeson is coming back. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Chris, what are you going to say? He's going to confirm Come that Ray is a Kenobi. <laughs> no, Ray is a Ray, Ray is a Qui Gon. <laughs> oh, I'm saying, yeah. You want Liam back, Chris? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. If obviously if it's done right, just don't let him do any press. Obviously, um, right, right. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Yoda says at the end of. Revenge of the Sith, doesn't he? He's like, go to Tatooine and I've recently been contacted by Lado. Mm-hmm. He's learned how to contact us from wherever. <laughs> go to desert and practice how to do it. So I would imagine that we'll see him they, communing they, at they some point. They could do a TV show. I'm just saying, they could do a TV show. I didn't, I didn't well, think of that. One. Yeah, well, like with, become- well, Qui-Gon, not the main focus, but like there. They could do something a TV show wise pre Phantom Menace or during Clone Wars, like the Mortis stuff. Who knows? Put the Mortis stuff mm. in a TV show. Bam. Mm. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. What if they did? Uh, I'm not sure. I want. I mean, it. what if he makes an appearance in? Uh, what if he makes an appearance in Kenobi? Yeah, or that for sure. Yeah. There's your there's your frack. Oh force my ghost. god, you're right. Yeah, that that's could what I was totally happen. The force ghost. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, you'll you'll have your flashbacks with Anakin, but it's going to be you know. Is that no? What we're talking about? Yeah. Am I, that's am what I, I, just, I, no, I, I thought we were talking about him. Talking about Oh, I thought you were. No, I didn't think of that. Like a different, in a different, in a different movie, like some completely standalone. No, no, no. I thought Kenobi. Force ghost. No one said Kenobi, but now we are talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, those of us in America are on one wavelength, and those in Britain are another <laughs> wavelength. It's like fifty bizarre. hertz, fifty hertz versus sixty hertz. That was pretty really close, strange. but not the same. I guess I thought we were talking Kenobi, and I'm like, it's going to be a force ghost, and then you were like, it could be it's something else. Like, on about Yoda. <laughs> no, like, I'm still, I'm still on the High Republic thread, bro. I'm still, I'm still like four hundred. Yeah, dude, High Republic, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still talking about middle-aged drunk Yoda. Oh, man. Oh, that's going to be ace. With the death sticks problem. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, right. He's going to be in Kenobi. <laughs> I mean, Kenobi must know down, so. that death sticks are bad. Maybe he has personal experience with that. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of a time when I was on death sticks. Master Yaddle. <laughs> Art I am. Ah, uh, okay. So. 
Liam, come back. All right, next. Back, Liam. Kevin Feige, the Marvel man himself, is doing a Star Wars movie, and they, they've... Uh, who's they? Deadline has come out and found out who's going to be writing this movie. So if you like things like Loki, which we haven't seen yet, the TV series, <laughs> uh, uh, Doctor Strange, love that movie. Mm, not that he didn't write the la- that one. He's writing the new one that we've not seen yet. Oh, Doctor Strange so in the guy, multiverse. This guy's a of complete unknown. Right. Then, if if you will like Doctor Strange, <laughs> God fuck this. If you're planning to enjoy Doctor Strange <laughs> uh, and Loki on Disney Plus, you anyway, will like this. <laughs> you will like this. What else has he done? Anything? No. Anyway, Michael like Waldron. Nothing. Who is this guy? Yeah, who is this guy? Michael Waldron is going to be writing this movie, penning this movie, if you will. So. Any thoughts? Nothing? Oh, yeah. Looking at his IMDb, he's got Rick and Morty as a producer. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I hate that he's wearing a baseball cap with a polo shirt with a suit jacket over it that's buttoned up at the collar. That gives me anxiety. What's but- Harmon Quest? What is that? He wrote some episodes for that. Harmon Quest. Hadn't seen it. Hmm. <laughs> 30 episodes. It's 2016 on. It's still going. I don't know what that is. It's weird. It's a cartoony Listen, thing. Just, just skip all the bullshit. I should stop looking deeper into this because I'm getting more <laughs> more worried. <laughs> I'm getting more and more confused, worried, and uh, lackluster about this. Shit. Listen, listen, I went from thinking he did... I went from thinking he did Doctor Strange to he didn't do Doctor Strange and he's going to do the next one and he's done stuff I haven't seen yet and now I'm worried. (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm keeping that in. That's good content. (laughs) Just think about the Lando series, dude. Just think about Lando. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. Uh, that's, That's it for that. That news? Oh, we got one last thing. As we alluded to earlier in the intro, Kev, you excited to have Cassian in your backyard? Dude, this is perfect, isn't it? This is perfect. (laughs) We mentioned it earlier because I got sent this news story today, and I think you've all seen it. Um, And it's uh, like there's a a trash newspaper in the UK called The Sun. (laughs) Right. You've heard. Chris will know it. It's... uh, it's garbage. And this headline was sent to me, and it was like, Warzone. I was like, the fuck is this? Star Wars bosses leave residents furious after building huge set in Sleepy Village. So I'm like, Sleepy. what the fuck is this? What's what does that on? mean, Sleepy Village? Like, yeah. just like, everyone just Quiet. sleeps? Quiet. <laughs> it must mean the average Tidy. the average age of the citizen in that town is 65 plus. Ah, Very yeah, tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very tiny. Very small. Maybe deaf. So the so the <laughs> village the village is called Little Marlow, and it's in Buckinghamshire. And oh, um, I bet it's full of fucking Tory cunts. They, you know what? My my initial thought because I'm going to get to this, Chris, in a minute, and we'll we'll talk about it. So it says like so it says that Star Wars bosses are in a galactic dogfight. <laughs> residents of a sleepy village after building a giant set nearby. It will be the sci-fi backdrop for the Obi-Wan Kenobi spin-off TV series. Okay, which we now know is wrong. It is mm. for 
Cassian Andor. And it could be in place for three years. <laughs> so basically... <laughs> so it, there's like these photographs online. If you go online and Google it, there's like these massive photographs of this humongous set that they built it's right giant. there in this village. And it says it has sparked dozens of complaints over disturbing wildlife, light pollution, and traffic. <laughs> so there's a bit more cars than there should be, and that's it. Um, and it's a former quarry site near the village that they've made that they've let them use. But what I loved, this, there's some quotes from local residents, Chris. Right? <laughs> oh, this, I bet this is delicious. Hey, no, come on, come on, lads, come on. There's one one quote, and it doesn't give his name or anybody's name, hmm. but it says it might generate some jobs, but this is pretty rural area, which has always been quiet and peaceful. The thought of turning it into some sort of intergalactic war zone to make TV shows <laughs> is horrifying to me. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes on. This set is massive, with great big buildings um, alongside heavy loads of duty machinery coming and going. It's totally out of keeping with this countryside vibe here, and people are up in arms about it. <laughs> this is not why I voted leave. <laughs> dude, dude you like you already know how old this guy is when they say great big buildings yeah and it's, it's like, like something your grandfather says chris i immediately uh, thought brexit here did you and it was like well, how are they yeah. coming to our country how who's let these people in we voted to leave but you know Come it just si- it just yeah it just signs off and the, the last line in it and it just says Filming is set to begin in March. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck you, we're still rolling, man. It's like, <laughs> Dude, oh. listen, when, this, when these things happen, contract is a contract. They signed a contract to rent that quarry for however many years, and they are going to be well, there. Well, I mean, you see the photos. It's all done. It's like almost done. Like, you look at it, you're like, yeah. wow. Yeah. They're not going to fucking pick up and leave because some dude's it's like... It's bigger than the goddamn town. But there's With no the pounds in the background. I mean, I feel bad a little bit. Look at that photograph. There's nowhere near the village. Yeah, yeah, that too. There's farmland all around it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of club. If I lived in that fucking village, I'd be on that set every bastard day. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's no. like, yeah, fucking film right here behind me. No, I don't give a shit. That there's going to be so many people sneaking around and like trespassing to try to get like. You know, telescope, telescopic lenses on their friggin' DSLR cameras, trying to like. I don't know. I don't. I don't actually don't know how weird like that. Yeah, I know people are, but I think they do more drone stuff. They should. If I lived in that, I'd I'd give him some great quotes. (laughs) (laughs) What you bitching about? You put it in my backyard. Can you imagine if we lived in that village and uh, they said like <laughs> right, right, Christopher, what do you think of them filming uh, Cassian Andor in your backyard? <laughs> if you like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to the <laughs> shitty village I've lived in all my <laughs> 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 I'm, not, let me tell you, I'm gonna be visiting that set every goddamn day to see if I can see fucking Diego Luna and anybody else that's fucking there. <laughs> Diego. I'll be hanging. I'll be hanging around that much. If they don't give me a fucking walk on part, there's going to be trouble. 
In fact, I'm going to go down there with my air rifle and any pigeon trouble they have, I'm going to sit there and take care of it. Just, <laughs> just, just start it kindness in my heart. You can fuck right off. Not going on a march, it. Fucking blow your head off, prick. Right, right apart, especially in uh, Cassia, yeah. <laughs> the pigeon killer. Debbie, <laughs> chapter one. Title of pigeon it, killer. the pigeon yeah. killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's brilliant. Oh, so, yeah, that is, that's... Uh, that's it's it's funny how like we all welcome that shit in our backyard, but yeah. you you I feel a little bit bad. I mean, it's change. It's it's a change from the norm, and you grew up there, and it's like, what the fuck is this? I lo- no. I just love the ridiculous <laughs> over exaggeration. This quote of like when he says the thought of turning it into some sort of intergalactic war zone. <laughs> like, the film it's at the film in a TV show. That's it, lad. It's like water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's horrifying. Absolutely bloody horrifying. I Having... mean, I, as as the chairman of my local zoning board of appeals in my town, I empathize with the residents who, you know, they live there their whole lives, just a peaceful countryside to have this couple acre plot just turn into an industrial zone with lots of loud noises and bright lights and things like that and, and, and lots of people coming and going that you don't know people trespassing on your property trying to get a photo i empathize with that it will be loads of that yeah. but it's fucking star wars get a break give me a break it's star wars yeah fucking allow it <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, chris are we uh we're driving down there next week. <laughs> Trespassing, <laughs> taking pictures. Is that a different tier zone? All, all I'm saying is you have however many hundreds and hundreds of people who are there that are going to be going to those local coffee shops, ordering food from those local stores, ordering catering from those restaurants, ordering takeout. They won't have that there, Jimmy. They won't have that there. Yeah, right? That oh, disturbs the peace. Yeah, yeah no. well, I mean, this guy, I mean, well, maybe they should have something. Maybe someone in that town could be like, hey, I make a great sandwich. I'm going to make 10,000 of them for the, everybody on this fracking set. Like, yeah. Maybe yeah, all the workers. Just from the quote, just from the quote saying Sleepy Village and reading, hearing Kev read that guy's words, I know for a fact that they probably have got little cafes that do sandwiches, but they won't want to fucking make them except for anyone else that lives in that village. Yeah. Because that's the kind of fucking cunts they are, mate. Uh, that's okay. exactly what's going to happen. So anybody that trespasses in that village, it'd be like, the stranger's here. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. You, if you have a sandwich shop that maybe during COVID times are hurting a little bit more than usual, and you have someone from that set that says, hey, listen, dude, I need 200 sandwiches three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Can you fill that order for me? We'll pay up front. They'll go, you, no, fuck off. You're not from around here. Yeah, it's, it's uh, England, I, dude. I, like, they, they just Jimmy. spread COVID like it's nothing over there. Yeah. COVID, COVID, COVID's not real to them. <laughs> Sleepy little village. Like, I didn't vote for COVID. Fuck off. <laughs> I didn't vote for COVID. I voted for Brexit. That's working out great. Oh I mean, I don't know. I think from a business perspective, like you want to open. Yeah, because we're because we're American. What's how we think? But they're not. No, like, I, they're, no. They're, I, it's not just an American thing, man. Everybody wants more money in their pocket. Everybody wants to do well in their business. People want to be successful and buy more shit because that's who we are as a society. Chris, Hell yeah, Chris. open a sandwich shop. 
Chris, you mean, uh, yeah. You know, if, if Jimmy or Ed ever come over to see us in England, mate, <laughs> should we take them to a sleepy English village? You should. Show Jimmy <laughs> what it's like. Let me come on in and it's like, hey, you guys got an Italian here? It's like a bread roll, ham, cheese, onion, tomato, green Get pepper, the fuck out. <laughs> you can just right piss off, get the fuck out of here. Uh, they'll be like, oh, uh, Bloody hell, we seem to have some Americans that have, that have bloody turned up on our, on our land. <laughs> They'd lost uh, their way. Yeah. Are you lost, boys? Would you like to fucking get the shotgun, Mavis, and I'm going to blow their fucking heads off? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there some flying fortress nearby for you to jump into and bomb the Jerry's with? Bloody foreigners. <laughs> Mate, oh, God. Sleepy Village. It's funny how, like, that term, it just sends you guys... Like, you know exactly the atmosphere. And you come see us. We'll take you to a sleepy village. And it's, then you'll it's, it's probably like mid-coast Maine for us. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. All the rich bitches are. Uh, no, but that's yeah. touristy, though. They welcome that shit. Yeah. You call them Tory cunts. We call them rich bitches. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's Same the thing. news. Unless we got... Anybody got any toy news? Anybody that wants to talk about any toy news? <coughs> Anything? No, just waiting on fucking hot toys to announce. Come on now, we need this boba with his new paint job and his black cloak on. Yep, we need another boba. Don't need, don't, don't need no shore troopers. Don't need no fucking tank drivers. <laughs> Mids may failed shit. We want boba. Come on. Yep. Stop messing around. Boba. Got the molds. Just repaint it. Put a cloak on him. Happy you can't, I want. I want a Tem face. Three hundred quid, mate. Come on. I want a Tamora Morrison boba. Oh, oh, dude, yes, with multiple heads. Don't know much about history. Don't know much about If you missed our last episode, fucking check what that album out. Tomorrow Morrison has an album out. Go listen. Called Tem. Yes. Can you? Can you? All right. So here's my. Here's how the Boba Hut toy is going to come out in my mind. There's going to be like two or three different uh, heads. That you can like swap on and off if you take his helmet off, and each one will have a different pissed off Tamora Morrison expression on his face. <laughs> That's like my Darth can, Maul. Yeah, yeah. yeah what well, one's gonna be just like the silent, quiet? You know, I'm just gonna murder you and you sleep and you're never gonna know it. Look, the other one is gonna be like the Maori. I'm gonna fucking destroy you with this huge gaffy stick look, and the other one is gonna be. I don't know him playing a fucking guitar. I don't give a shit. But there's going to yeah. be a couple of them, and it's going to be. I'll give awesome. him five. I'll give him five hundred dollars for that. You'll see like, <laughs> wide eyed. Kev's already like, ready. Like, like, like bearing all happens, his teeth. Like, <laughs> if that actually happens, Jimmy, if they release like a fucking deluxe edition Boba Fett hot toy with multi head pre paint job, then paint job with added guitar. They'll have, here's what it is, they'll just put the guitar in the hot toy box and just not advertise it. That's no. be the way to do it. If Chris, they really Chris, wanted Chris, to Chris. mess with people, oh man. Chris, I thought of something. Added guitar and cowboy hat. <laughs> added, added guitar and cowboy hat is unmentioned. 500 bullet. Additions to it. Exactly cool. Dude, you'd pay 600 for that. Mate, uh, that payment plan would be fucked me up big time, boys. Honestly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, I might email Hot Toys with that one to say, look, lads, I've got an idea. You're going to do, do this, Bob, aren't you? 
you're going to do this new deluxe. Package. I mean, you must have a say by now with your ten payment plans going. Payment plans going on right now. <laughs> I've got right? a stake in the company now, dude. <laughs> They're going to be taking his payment pants at that point. You know, listen, you guys all talk, and you know, I just want to call out some uh, hypocrisy right now. Uh-oh. You know, oh, it's like, oh, I want a cowboy hat. I want a guitar, but you come out with a fucking Christmas stormtrooper. He's like, oh, get that the hell out of here. I don't want no Christmas stormtrooper. That's exactly Jimmy. And I'm proud of it. And I'm proud to say I'm the biggest hypocrite on this podcast. But I don't care, mate. Can I just say, there's a a, a big difference between a a guitar and a cowboy and a fucking stormtrooper painted red and green. (laughs) It's too much color, right, Chris? It comes with a, a holiday scarf and a fucking green pog. Get a present. <laughs> and a bow wrapped around his E11 Stormtrooper Bastard rifle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else, guys? No, that's I it. That's All right. Well, folks, you know, thank you for joining us from a galaxy far, far away into your living rooms, curled up in a nice chair with a good book. You can find us on Scruffy Podcast on Instagram. Facebook and Twitter. Thank you all so much again. Take care. Stay safe. Stay weird out there. This is Scruffy Looking Podcast. This is episode number 149. Signing off. Try out those death sticks, Galaxy. Peace. Sit it. Not that. Stay safe. And uh, just, just be wary in that intergalactic war zone that's out there, fellas. And as our Italian friends might actually say, <laughs> oh, because Italian. The, yeah, because of the Sopranos leak we said earlier, our Italian friends may say, Lavate la tete. Commandatore. Commandatore. It's like a command. <laughs> this party's over.